welcome to a special Union Brewing 8th Anniversary Box episode of... Brutal Battle. That's a long title. We yeah, debated, that was a mouthful. <laughs> debated on what to call it, but we're calling it that specifically so people know we're going through the special 8th Anniversary Box that Union Brewing released for their 8th Anniversary. So uh, it's a special box they were selling at a high price for... Uh, some of the beers that they were putting out to kind of celebrate their 8th anniversary, but also a bunch of merchandise, basically, some extra things. Uh, and we'll we'll go through and talk about our feelings on it, the price of the box, what you get in the box, and we're going to taste through all four of the beers that they put in there. So, just so you know, they put two of each of the beers we're trying in the box. Uh, I will say off the bat, I think I would have liked it if they put more beer in the box itself, but we'll talk about that more in a bit. First, we need to jump right into the first beer. So to give it the best shot possible, because we're not huge on the hazy IPA style, they put out a hazy double IPA. Oh, cat's on the move. She loves sitting on the table when we record. Okay. And the cat is gone. So uh, it's a hazy double IPA, and um, yeah, we're tasting it first. Just give it the best shot. Clean palate coming at it. Okay. Although, you know, Union does a really good job with styles, so I they, hope... And they do a good job with IPAs. Yeah, so I hope that we like it. We're just not big on hazies, typically. We'll see. But this sold... Uh, this The individual six-packs already sold out when they came out. Oh, really? So, yeah, it went fast. The, the other three of these beers, still available. Which, you know, given the craft community market, or the craft beer market at the moment, I guess that's not very surprising, because people want hazy beers. For the most part. There you go. There's a bit for you. And a bit for me. For being a hazy IPA, it's not as hazy as a lot of... Yeah. It is hazy, though. It's hazy. Definitely hazy. It's uh, orangish-yellowish. Yep. Probably a little more on the orange side than yellow. It's got a good nose. Yeah, it's it's light. It's not as robust as a lot of other hazy IPAs. Yeah. Um, it's really orangey. Uh, it's exactly what I was going to say. I said the only thing I'm really picking out is orange. Yeah, it's very orangey. And I actually do get a bit of a bitterness on the nose mm-hmm. that's coming off kind of orange peel-like. Yeah. Um, a little bit of that orange peel bitter. It smells, I mean, to be honest, it smells like a, a normal IPA. It doesn't yeah. really smell like a hazy IPA to me. You know, hazy IPAs... Usually you get a bit of a kind of like a starchy breadiness on the nose, and they'll end up having like this crazy, citrusy, amazing nose to it. This smells like a normal IPA. I went in, and it it tastes like a normal IPA, I think. Well, that's a good thing. For me, that's a good thing. It's pretty, it's relatively juicy in the mouthfeel, like... I feel like it's kind of an orange juice with a little bit of that le- that orange peel bitterness backing it up. But it doesn't have that, like, that starchy... No. Like, Thankfully. I feel like it's, like, starchy, like, grainy. So it has has more of a, um, more of a body to it than I was thinking mm-hmm. it would have. I like it. Which, I mean, it makes sense. It's a double IPA, so it's got a slight syrupiness to it. But not... It's very approachable. Not anything crazy. Not what was the ABV? Oh, I didn't say it. I should. That's that's something we do. Eight. Eight. It's straight up eight percent alcohol. So. And these are all uh, twelve ounce cans. Yeah. 
So anyway, um, so eight percent, a little, a little syrupy, nice mouthfeel, mm-hmm. definitely citrusy. I think there's a a, a, a decent bitterness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it's well rounded. Well, and also when I kind of sit with it after having a few sips, I feel a little bit of a warmth in the back of my throat from the alcohol. Yeah. Uh, so you you know it's there. You don't know it's there when you're tasting the beer, but you know it's there after the fact when it's just kind of hanging out. But um, I like it. I do too. Yeah, it's good. Um, I think I like it a lot because it doesn't taste like a hazy IPA. Yeah, agreed. Um, but it looks kind of hazy. It looks kind of so. hazy. So I guess it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, this is a good one. So how how did we find out about this box, Rebecca? Um, I saw it on I guess their Instagram post. That or Facebook, um, saying that they were, it's their eighth anniversary, they were putting out a box with um, eight beers. It said eight beers, so at the time I didn't know if it was going to be duplicates, but then they started to reveal more information as time went on. Um, so it was going to be eight beers and then some like little tchotchkes. I think in the description they initially did say four different beers, eight beers total, four okay. beers, two of each. So they did say that. But the way they initially wrote it, they they revealed some of the merchandise items that were going to be included. They didn't reveal what any of the specific beers would be. And then they said, and there would be some other stuff too. Yeah. Which, looking at some of the stuff in it, I think the other stuff too may have been like, We'll figure it out later what extra stuff we feel like yeah, we need to throw in. Yeah, some of it just in. kind of seemed like a little bit of an afterthought. Yeah, some of the stuff doesn't... I, do, I wish it wasn't in the box. And some of it seems like maybe it was stuff that they kind of last minute had to throw in that they're just like, well, this is extra merchandise that we, that we have around. So, but there are some things that seem like it's definitely for the box, and those are the more interesting, cool things, in my opinion. So what was the price tag on it? So it was a hundred dollars before tax. Before tax. Before tax. Um. Yeah, and so we saw. We thought it looked cool, so we bought it right away. Or sounded cool. Yeah. Uh, and it, it did seem to be like this very exclusive thing. And one of the problems I think was that it, the way they made the initial description sound, is that this would be exclusive, not the merchandise, but the whole box in general, which made us think, and it's an assumption we made that the beers would be exclusive to that right. box. And that ended up not being the case. And all the beers that they ended up putting in the box are also available to purchase as a case or a six pack from them directly. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit of a letdown. The yeah. other letdown in my mind with the beer, and again, we're tasting through them, so we don't, we don't know for sure if we're going to like them or not, but three out of the four of them are new, but one of them... It's double duck pen, which yeah. has been out. We've had it numerous times. Like, yes, it's a special beer, and they're, they haven't had it released in a couple years, I guess. So that's why they said it was going to be a special anniversary beer. Right. But to me, that was a little bit of a letdown because I was expecting something new. Right. Yeah, and I feel like for the price tag of the box, it should have been either beers that were exclusive to that box or beers that were you know, just more expensive that they were going to be putting out in a smaller batch or just beers that were just going to be a overall a smaller batch. The thing is, all of these beers are still available. We picked this box up about 
Except Enchanted Forest. You said sold out. Yes. The first one we had, the Enchanted Forest, that already... Well, no. It's sold out in six packs. It's still available in cases, which I don't understand that. That's kind of a weird thing, because you just break down the case to sell the six pack. I don't know. It's still available in cases, so they're all technically still available. So, I don't know. It's just... Um, so it's not like Super Small Batch, so that was actually a significant letdown, that it wasn't super special like that. So really, in the end, it's all about the merch, and they didn't say that really in the description, I feel like they maybe should have been more transparent about it. Now, do we feel upset that we bought the box? No. I mean, I personally don't. I don't either. I mean, we... And mainly because, if you tally everything off... Maybe we got the value. I think looking at it and how I feel about it, we did not get the value that it was kind of a bit of a, a little bit of a ripoff for what you paid and what you got, especially because if we bought six packs of each of these beers, we would have spent like 30 bucks less, basically. So like or, $70. Or yeah, before tax. Yeah, we would have spent, may, actually, maybe not even that to get so, a case. So then like, beer. did we get $30 worth of merchandise? Right, thirty plus dollars worth right. of merchandise. Which, looking at it, you know, maybe we did, but for how we personally feel about it, not worth yeah. it. You know, yeah. but and I guess that's it, that's to say it comes down to a personal thing. I know there are probably people who are going to get the box and be like, one hundred percent worth the value. I love it. I'm I'm great with it. And that'll come down to: Are you a big fan of like getting the merch? And like some of the things, we'll go through everything that's in it, merch wise. Some of the things I think are kind of cool, unique to the box, but some of the things, like I said, seem throwaway. Yeah. But go ahead. Okay, next so we're going to go on to the next beer, which is called Downbeat, which is a Hellas Bach lager. I'm excited for this because they do light styles extremely well. And it does say on, I don't know if it said on the Enchanted Forest, but on on this it says 8th Anniversary Series beer. Uh, yep, it does on and the, the Enchanted Forest. And this is 7.1%. All right. Oh, they're all 12-ounce cans. Yeah, we said that. Oh, okay. You probably said that. I said it. I can't. I just cut my nails. So I'm having a hard time after cutting my nails. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the box because we got to try all these without committing to a six-pack of all of them because I don't think we would have done that. But it actually would have been cheaper to buy a six-pack. I know. As we figured but out after the fact. How many times do we buy samplers of beers or I know. No, I know. Six and those, those, and are those are upcharged. Right. They are And we do charge. that because we like to try variety. Yes, so, for, true. you know. Well, and to go back to what I said, like, about I'm not mad that we got it because I like to support union. And yeah. the fact that I feel like I overpaid for what I wanted isn't that much of a big deal just because I really like union and I'm fine giving them my money because I want to support them. They're a really good business. They promote Baltimore really well. They do a lot of stuff with the community. Everyone who works for them and is an owner seems like a really good person. So I have no problem with this. But at the same time, we are going to tell you our opinions. It's brutal on battle. The box. So. Yeah. So it's okay, give and take. So this is very light yellow. Yeah, looks like a lot. Very clear. Yeah, super clear. I like the look of it. it says lager. Mm. Ooh, man, that smells clean. So like straw, hay, light, honey. refreshing. Yeah, there's a lot of straw to it. A lot of straw nose. There's a slight skunkiness to mm, the nose, so. which doesn't mean that that's going to be there in the flavor. Every now and then on lagers, I get like this kind of skunky type smell to it, and I get a little bit of that in here. 
Yeah. I think it smells good. Other than that, yeah. It smells refreshing. It smells like it's not going to be as light as I would think. Did you say the ABV? 7.1. Okay. Oh, that's right. 7.1. That seems kind of high. I know. I thought so, too. Huh. It tastes exactly like Ooh. it smells. Oh, that's good. It's. I dig it. Mm. And I wouldn't anticipate this being good because we like their Anthem, which is a lighter style. Yeah. And we like skip their jack. Skipjack. The skipjack. Which oh is my. a lighter style, so. Um, yeah, there's a good amount of that hay coming through. Uh, there's more of a bitterness to it yeah. than I thought there would be, but it's not It's not a problem with it. It's actually good. It's, again, an, another well-balanced beer because you get a little bit of sweetness yeah. from the honey up mm. front and then a little bit of a bitterness on the back end. Yeah, and, and mouthfeel-wise, since it is a higher ABV than you would assume for this beer, it's it's a bit more viscous than you would assume going into it, but yeah. that makes it more full-bodied flavor mm-hmm. as well. I think it bolsters those flavors, and it's working in its favor. Mmm. I like this. Yeah, it's this good. This is quite nice. That's, that's a good beer. What's it called again? Downbeat. Downbeat. That's a... I mean, I like the Enchanted Forest, but man... That downbeat's a real winner. Mm. That's good. I got a slight grapey note on the finish when I took my last slug of it. See that. Yeah, and it, it is surprisingly bitter. Yeah, but it doesn't mess with you. No. It's totally fine. Okay, it's so not offensively bitter. Right. But it's there. So let's talk about what's in the box other than the beer. So we already told you the eight beers, four of each of the four different beers two of each so let's go over the items i mean the biggest thing is there's a magic eight ball and that's probably the coolest thing about it i think it's their eighth anniversary right and and that seems really cool inspired specifically for the eighth anniversary specifically for the box how many people actually own a magic eight ball but it's fun to have around i feel like i had one and threw it away like getting rid of, oh, I never did. You never did? I had yeah. one, and then I think getting rid of junk, I got rid of it. Well, and it, it also has, you know, it says on it, it's got the number eight on it, and it says Union Craft Brewing, 8th Anniversary Celebration. So I feel like since it's here, you need to ask it a question, and we'll see what it says. Are we going to like the remaining two beers? Yes. It just says yes. It just says yes. Yeah. I feel like I need to ask it a question. Every, Will every this, answer has been a positive answer. Yeah. Well, maybe that's well, it's what we need in 2020. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that's intentional. Um, so I'm going to ask the question of, will this batch of du- double duckpin be the best batch of double duckpin I've ever had? Wow. Looks like yes. See, everything, yeah, I think everything's everything positive. Is positive. Yeah. Which is fine. Unless you want a real Magic 8-Ball. Yeah. Because, you know, whatever. So, that's the Magic 8-Ball. The other thing that I like is the glass. You know, people love getting pint glasses. This is a cool pint glass. It has an 8 on it. also says 8th Anniversary Celebration. It looks like, a, it looks like an 8-Ball. Yeah, and it looks like a quality glass. Yeah, it does. Like, it has a nice, thick glass bottom to it. It's, you know, got a thick... I mean, it's relatively thick glass. It'll be kind of sturdy. It looks nice, and, and it's well-designed. It's got, you know, these lines going around the, the outside. Kind of looks like the Magic 8-Ball. That's a nice glass. I like that. What else is in there, Rebecca? Um, there's a koozie, and the koozie just kind of just seems like... One of the throwaway yeah, items. Yeah, throwaway item. Because it, it's not specifically to the anniversary. Mm-hmm. 
So it just has like the U for the union emblem and, you know, so like that's to me was just kind of like, eh. Well, that, that leads me to believe that this is one of the items they just figured out later and we're just like, we're, we have extra of these, throw that in. So that item I don't like because of the fact that, I mean, it's fine as a koozie if people want a koozie because it's fine, but it has nothing to do with the 8th anniversary. It's not like a special design to it or anything. It's very plain looking. So that's yeah. a that's a thumbs down on that item. Um. Then we have, this is kind of cool, is... That is cool, our, our, I like Our this. playing cards. Yeah. And on the back of the playing cards are the double duck pin kind of logo, logo or can art. Yeah, it's, which, which is like blue and red. Blue and red duck pins for duck pin bowling. So that's kind of cool. It looks cool. And yeah. then on the other side, instead of having like spades or... Hearts, they're all just like you for Union Brewing. And then the Joker is... Who's the Joker? Zadie. Zadie. Uh, Zadie is over 100 years old, works there uh, making boxes for the brewery. He's the grandfather of one of the owners. Uh, so, yeah, he's kind of a mascot of Union. So it's cool to see him as a Joker. This is a win. I think this the, these cards are cool. They go on the side with the eight ball and the glass. Those three items are cool. Those are great to have in there. Oh, you want to stop and go through? Yeah, I think we should do another beer now. Okay, that's fine. And then we'll come back to the other items. Yeah. So, so we just mentioned the double duck pen playing cards. So now we're going to drink oh. double duck pen. Very timely. Um, which is a double IPA. Oh, it's kind of, it's so cute. Strike, no malt, spare, no hop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Double Duck Pin was a huge uh, kind of momentum booster for Union when it first came out. Like, people tried it and were just like, this is amazing. And then they went to doing it once, they were doing it once a year, and then they ended up doing it more than once a year because it was so popular. And then they kind of, like, stepped back from it. And it's 8.5%. It's been a while since I've had Double Duck Pin. Um, potentially, I think the last time was... 2017, maybe, since I last had it, which I think may have been the last time they brewed it. I think they said it's been a couple years, so that yeah. might have been the last time. Yeah, I think 2017 may have been the last time. So, okay. So what does it look like? Oh, very clear. Very, very clear. Orange. orange. Very orange. It looks beautiful. Very pretty. It's a nice nose. Yeah. It's a nice nose. I'm getting a lot of pineapple. And pineapple and mango. And there's like a like a little bit of like a caramelly honey type yeah. note on the end. It's very malty. And this is the thing I've always loved about Double Duck Pin is it's got a lot of those really nice citrusy notes, but then it also has this really substantial malty backbone. And I love that about IPAs and double IPAs. And it has that. It smells so like sticky, lupulin yeah. driven. It smells a little syrupy. There's a little bit of a sweetness. There's a little pine note in mm -hmm, there as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not all citrus stuff. Again, I've said this about the last two, and I'll say it again. It smells well-balanced. It does, yeah. Like, all of their beers are just so well done. Yeah. It also smells kind of sticky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Again... More bitterness than you would yeah. assume based on the nose. 
but that's not but problematic at all. Not a bad thing. Mm. I love how malty it is because I feel like that kind of like caramelly honey maltiness balances out the bitterness. It helps to balance out the bitterness, but then it also kind of stands in contrast to the citrusy notes, citrusy notes you were talking about getting in the nose, as well as that pine note that we talked about smelling. Yeah, it's good. It's not as thick as I thought it was going to be based on the nose because I was saying it smelled kind of sticky, yeah. but it has a decent body to it. Yeah, I think almost the Enchanted Forest has a bigger body. I don't think so, but I don't think they're too far off yeah. either. So, okay. So while we sip on more of this double duck pin, let's, what else so is So then there? we have... Rolling papers. Rolling papers. Double duck pin rolling papers, which, you know, they're, they're just rolling paper. For anyone who doesn't know, it's for if you roll your own cigarettes with loose leaf tobacco. Wink, wink. Um, we have no use for this. And I question whether, I, I question how many people who would, who would have gotten the box would have use for this. Yeah. It seems like a very specific thing that most people who got the box don't, will not use. So it's, it's and it's double duck pen. It doesn't even say what it is. I honestly, I would have no idea what this is if you didn't tell me. Right. I uh, would be yes. like, I don't know what this is. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Because it just <laughs> says double duck pen on it. And then it says roll up a double. <laughs> and I wouldn't That's know funny. I wouldn't know what that is. That's funny. You know, I understand that a lot of people in in the brewing industry are all about the cousin. They like the cousin, as people call it. Um, because cannabis is a cousin to um hops. Paper seems so related. thin. Is this really what the paper is like? It's like I, tissue paper. Sure. I mean I assume so. That's what it's there for. Um, but this is, I think this is a, a big thumbs down item, not just because I think it's not a good item, but it's also that, like I said, of the, all the people who got the box, how many people do you actually think are going to use it or have use for it? Or were even interested in getting it. That yeah. seems like another one of those items. I guess they made it specifically for it because it has double duck on it yeah. and they haven't done it in a while. So that's one of the items they didn't name. I feel like... Rebecca just rolled it up to make it look like a joint. You think you're funny now? <laughs> you think you're funny? I don't. So what else are we supposed to do with it? Just throw it away or find someone who can use it. I don't okay. know. Okay. So then we have a pencil. Unbelievably throwaway item. Like. I don't know why you would include this. It's like a mini golf pencil. How many people are actually going to use this? That's a dumb item. That's a really dumb item. Then we have a bunch of stickers, which, like, stickers, fine, but they gave us one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight stickers, uh, which I guess makes sense because it's the eighth anniversary. And they're cool. Like, each sticker has a different design, which is cool. They're, like, holographic? Yeah. Hologram? Yeah, where they're kind of, like, reflective a bit. And the designs are cool, and each one's different, which I think is cool, but I don't need eight different stickers for the union anniversary. Plus, this doesn't seem like a value item because a lot of breweries give their stickers away for free. Free. So that's going in the thumbs down it's, as well. Even if it wasn't for free, like, they're 50 cents a pop. Most people give them away for free. Yeah. 
That's so, like, I mean, again, everything that we've nothing is like a big ticket item. Like, nothing is right. expensive. Everything is like. Except, well, I don't know how much the eight ball costs, but not that much. Uh, in oh the God. win category, though, is the next item, which is a little wooden chip. Which has Union's logo and their name on it, which is redeemable for a five dollars worth of a pint at their beer garden. Yeah, so that's cool. So we'll have to go to. So that's a good reason to get people to go to their beer yes, garden, right? Because they just reopened their outdoor beer garden. Yes, and that's a cool item. I, I'm, I'm down with that. Now this next one, I think a lot of people probably won't like it, um, but I do because I collect pins. It's a Union pin. Um, you gonna put it on your pin board? Yeah, I have a cork board with a bunch of pins. So I'm weird. So most people probably wouldn't like this necessarily unless they want to put it on their hat or jacket or whatever. Their denim jacket. <laughs> um, but it's just their logo. You know, it's nothing. It just looks like Union. So I like it. Um, I think for most people it might be in the thumbs down, but I'm going to say thumbs up on it because I personally like it. And then the last thing is... Um, a bandana. Bandana. And this one was specifically made for it because it, it has the 8th anniversary. And actually, it's timely because some people can try and use this as a face covering if they still need a face covering for the whole COVID situation. So Hopefully um, by now people have... Potentially useful. Face coverings. Um, so that's... I personally don't, you know, have use for this or really like it that much, but I would still put it in the thumbs up. Really? Yeah, that's a thumbs down for me. Okay. So in the middle. Because of that. Carlin's been laying these out on the table into the different piles. <laughs> yeah, so in the thumbs down are one, two, three, four of the things, one in the middle, and one, two, three, four, five. So in more the in the thumbs up. up. Yeah. So it's more more good than bad merch-wise, but I just feel like all the stuff we put in the thumbs down just shouldn't even be there. Yeah. You know, just get rid of it. And the other thing is, to help knock down the cost of the box, get rid of some of those things, because you just don't need them. Like, honestly, everything we put in the thumbs down pile, get rid of that, knock the cost down. The bandana also, get rid of that, knock knock the cost down. Like, what are people going to be super excited about? I think the glass, the eight ball, and the cards. Just just those three and then the beers. And maybe if you wanted to keep it at a higher price rate, you put more of the beers in the box. Yeah. That'd be cool. I just would have loved to see, like, an exclusive beer that yeah. is only in the box. Yeah. Because to me, it's like a little bit of a letdown that like, okay, there's nothing special about any of these beers because any Joe Schmo can go buy them. You know, like, yeah. I'm the sucker yes. that spent $100 on this expensive box of beer right. and I can just buy, you know, it just doesn't seem that exclusive. Yeah. Um. So, I think that the box was a good idea. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's a great concept. And like we said, they had some cool things in it, but I think for what the price was... And what you got, they need to rethink it if they're going to do this again. Um, I think, fine, yeah, do it again. Do it for the for the the ninth box. But tell people ahead of time what exactly is going to be in it. You don't necessarily have to say what exact beers, but make sure if you say they will only be exclusive to the box or they will not be only exclusive to the box. Uh, and then tell people what the items are going to be. You don't have to tell them like what the design's going to be like or anything, but just you're going to get these types of items to help people make up their minds. And then also, if you're going to do it, cut the items back and bring the price down. Because one of the things they said when they initially put it up, they said, you know, this is going to go fast, make sure you get it. And weeks later, they still hadn't sold out of it. And I don't even know if they ever did. 
Yeah. And that's because a lot of people saw that $100 price tag and were like, nah. Because it's a a lot to see that and commit to buying it when it's beers and beer merch. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, when they see that price tag, especially now during COVID times, aren't going to be like, yeah, I'm all for giving $100 for that. Yeah. If you just cut the price tag down, people will be way more likely to do it. So, just saying. Those are our thoughts. Did you have anything else about it? No, I think we hit all the big points that we... Cool. Wanted to talk about, so, so we're gonna go on to the last beer, which I have at last because I'm most excited to try it. Yeah, so this was called Juicing Room, and it is their blueberry lemon sour, and the can art is it's supposed to be from Willy Wonka, Violet Beauregard, Violet, because she's a big old blueberry. Yeah, when we first got it, I didn't put two and two together, and then actually it was weird. Like I I woke up from sleeping one night and I was just like for some reason it popped in my head and I was like wait a minute juicing room does that have to do with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and then I went and looked at the can art and I was like oh definitely so I think that's cool did you say the ABV? No 5.7 okay so once again this can my nails okay there we go there we go nice very good I have a feeling it's going to look nice. It does. Oh, that's a nice color. Yeah, definitely a nice color. Pretty excited for this one. Excited. All right. Now, what does it look like? It's like purplish reddish. Yep. With a pink head. A really nice pink head. It looks beautiful. And you can't see through it. Which, you know, people would assume because it's fruited. This is, I'm surprised how much, like, Ooh. blueberry, like, it smells blueberry and lemon for sure. And it smells well balanced between the two. I feel like I get a lot more lemon than blueberry in the nose. But when you keep sniffing, you start to get the blueberry more and more. But that lemon is yeah, very, very I feel very like strong. I get more blueberry. That lemon's very strong for me. But yeah, the blueberry is there. For me, I just have to sniff it a bunch to get there. That's pretty much all I smell is lemon and blueberry. And it smells tart. Yes. Which you would assume for something like this. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. It has a decent tartness to it. Yeah. Borderline sour. I don't know if I could call it like really tart or if it's lightly sour. Oh, and it has the naked Cheerio finish. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a feeling it would for you. That's good. It is really good. I like that. Um, I didn't know how I was necessarily going to feel about blueberry being combined with lemon because I love the blueberry flavor. And sometimes lemon can be too much or just such a um, one-note flavor where it just seems like it's just sourness. But you actually get, like, lemon flavor. It's not just, like, lemon as sour. So that's nice, and I feel like it blends pretty well with the blueberry. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's again, well-balanced. Yeah, and as I sip it more in my palate's acclimating to the sourness, or extreme, or higher tartness, um, it's becoming pretty kind of sessionable almost. Mm-hmm. I, gr- I agree. People can handle this. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I dig that. Mm, this is making things a little tough oh, for my right. ranking. Oh, I like this. I like them all. 
I might have to retry one of them. Hmm. This juicing room. Yeah, the juicing room's pretty nice. Hmm. Who you need? You need a rinse. You need a rinse. But, you know, we, you know, said some positives here, said some negatives here, but ultimately we want to say kind of what we, what I said in the beginning, which is we really do like Union. We love the way they do beers. They're such a great company. So, you know, if people, people got anything negative out of this, just understand that it's a little bit of criticism for an unbelievable company that is great. And at least the beer is all really good. Right, yeah. I mean, that's... That it would is, have been really yeah. disappointing if we were like, don't like this, don't like this. Yeah, that's a really good point to make, too. It's like, all the beer is really good, and we have another can of everything, which is nice. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back to the Enchanted Forest, and... These are the, ha- the... That's the type of hazy double IPA I want. Not Not what we typically get from breweries. It's good. It's pretty solid. I have to retaste the downbeat too. A little bit. Oh, you're going for more double duck pin. Oh. Oh my. Okay, I think I know my order. Go ahead. But let me, as you can probably guess what I'm going to say, let me say I like them all. I know, I know. I like them all. I hate hate to give a a number four to any of these. I like them all quite a bit. They're very good. Union, killing it. Okay, so my number four is going to be the Enchanted Forest. Uh, Yes, this is the type of hazy double IPA I want to drink. But in comparison to the other three beers, it's not my favorite. So that's my number four. My number three is actually going to be the Juicing Room. Um, I quite like the Juicing Room, but I think the other two are hitting me way better. Once again, the Juicing Room, the Blueberry Lemon Sour Ale... My number two is going to be the downbeat. That's the Hellesbach Lager. That is really good. Uh, and I almost made it number one. It was very close with my number one, which is that double duck pin. Wow. That double IPA. Really good. Okay. This is probably the most different we've ever been. Oh, really? Okay. My number four is double duck pin. Whoa! All right. I know. All right. It's a good beer. I like it. I'm going to continue to drink it. It just is my least favorite out of what we have here. So that's my number four. My number three is the Enchanted Forest. Okay. My number two is the Downbeat Lager. And my Uh number one is the Juicing Room. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to make the Juicing Room number one. I really like it, but I just think that... um, the uh, the downbeat and the double duck pin have a lot more flavors going yeah, on. They're more complex. Yeah, they seem more complex. They seem more finessed and nuanced. So that's the main reason I put them ahead. Um, so yeah, but like we said, these are all yeah, very nice I mean, beers. Very nice beers. You I really enjoy all of them. Yeah, you really can't go wrong with Union. Um, I know we talk a good amount about Union, but it's because they do a great job. And I think the only beer by Union that I was really let down by was that Spiced Citrus Sour that we had on that one episode, the Beer Me episode. And um, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that in comparison to all Union's other beers. I just just didn't like it. So, but anyway. I think that's probably the only beer that I haven't liked. Normally, I really like all of their offerings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So we're going to wrap this up. We're going to, you know, really enjoy finishing these beers off. Maybe even pop open some more. Oh, I don't know about that. Because <laughs> we currently have more Union. We currently have a lot more. <laughs> we have a lot. Skipjack and Anthem. Because we saw Kyle Norman yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, he gave us other beers, which, you know, will be on more episodes coming up, of course. But thanks, everyone, for checking us out. Do us a quick favor. If you can, on iTunes, rate us and review us because that helps us get more visibility for people. Also, just word of mouth. Word of mouth is a big thing. And I'm not doing a whole lot with social media, but Rebecca is with Instagram. So Yeah, follow us on Instagram, Brutal Battle Podcast. Yeah, and that's all I'll really say. And you can it's see what, what we're drinking. You can see um, the beer pictures of what episodes are going up. Yeah. Um, and see if it's something that maybe you want to listen to if you haven't listened to it already. Oh, yeah, and, and I'm active on Untapped. Rebecca hasn't been I in quite untapped. a while. Uh, but I'm too much. I'm very active on Untapped. So if you want to, you know, be friends on Untapped, we can do that. Just search Carlton Malibu, all one word, or Carlin Cook. Either way, I think you can find me. Um, but either way, uh, thanks for checking this out. And until next time, keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.